Hello everyone and welcome back to another episode of Anne's Annotations. In today's episode, I will be talking about the topic of medical gothic. Yes, this is a rather big and a broad topic covering from the horrors of the body and the ethics of medicine, as in the industry, um, the pharmaceutical industry, doctors, etc. I wanted to cover this topic partly because um, I was reading this novel called Parasite Eve by Hideaki Sinna and as I was researching this novel I began to see a lot of interesting connections to other gothic texts I've read such as Frankenstein, the pursuit of fighting against the flaws of human being, namely death and decomposition. Moreover, further in the research, I also see that it would be interesting because it evokes a bit our current pandemic situation in that the terror lies in the incompetence of the government and the unpredictability of the virus. And um, this case here, I think, stemming mostly from the situation in the UK. So in order to tackle this topic, I will be firstly defining what I mean by medical gothic. Then I will be discussing the two subtopics of horror of the body and the ethics of medicine. And the main texts that I will be mentioning are Hideaki Sena's Parasite Eve and Shelley's Frankenstein. And I will be also talking and mentioning other movies and text that are related. So what is medical gothic? This topic is the overlap between the literature of medicine and the mode of gothic writing which its purpose is to create terror. Therefore this is essentially the literature that provokes terror through and within the setting of medicine. Medicine, surgery, hospitals, pandemic. It is also about our anatomy and physiognomy, such so topics such as the the body itself, um, surgery, um, even sexuality, uh, body dysmorphia are also commonly covered within this genre. And I think it boils down to the fact that. Medicine and science so far has gained authority and power, and whenever power and control infiltrates a sector, terror can be induced through anxiety and distrust of such authoritative figures. And the mode of the Gothic often is about challenging the status quo and thus challenging the authoritative power of the source. And I think it is also the barbaric nature to some medical procedures that also makes it gothic. This is often seen when we look back in the past and compare the ways in which they carried out their medical practices and the hygiene, such as with the medieval medicine, which is actually gothic because gothic uh, was originally meant just in general medieval period. So one of the subtopic of medical gothic is the terror induced by our own body concerning the human's 
psychology and physiognomy, anatomy, but mainly about the grotesque of our anatomy and physiognomy, and also includes sexuality. Looking at Parasite Eve and Frankenstein, one of the terror they evoke is that surrounding the question of our identity in relation to our body. Is our body separate? A separate vessel? To what extent um, can we still be considered human? To what extent can we reduce a human and yet still can be considered as human beings? While Frankenstein explores mainly our physical body and the conscious, Parasite Eve takes a step further and explores our identity right down to the microscopic level, our mitochondria. As raised by Dr. Frankenstein, quote, whence did the principle of life proceed, end quote. It is the existential horror emanating from such a question that is the basis of the terror of this literature. Although his scientific work produces optimism in that if successful, humanity can have literally um, life itself under its control, and control is our best comfort. But it challenges our morality and thus the purpose of life. This paradox is evoked similarly in Parasite Eve, when our protagonist is determined that his dead wife is, quote, not only what was on the outside, but rather every living cell in her body was her, end quote. The inverse of the subject from the wife, quote, was the body to that, quote, every living cell, creates a set an, an eerie sense of her existence being reduced into a predictable organism. Well, sort of predictable, I don't really know, but from um, within this novel, it doesn't seem so. Uh, so for the 21st century reader, this is even more terrifying because of the prevalent work in AI and biochemistry. Going to a more grounded idea, both texts also explore the morbid nature of our body and its function when under microscope scrutiny. In Frankenstein, we mainly see this with the creation of the creature and mainly through the decomposing body. In chapter 4, when Victor is talking about his studies, he proclaims, quote, I saw how the fine form of man was degraded and wasted. I beheld the corruption of death that succeeded to the blooming cheek of life. I saw how the worm inherited the wonders of the eye and the brain. End quote. The abstract nouns of corruption, metaphors of death giving life, somewhat cuts down on the terror of the body, but it still evokes the eerie question about the decomposing body and highlights the vulnerability of humanity, our bodies being subjected to a filthy process. And yet, actually, through the creation of the creature, we see that real men are not just the flesh. Similarly, a sense of the degradation of the human flesh is evoked in Parasite Eve, with its theme of um, the mitochondria and us being defined slowly, solely on our DNA. 
through this again, there is that separation between the body and the mind that renders these people um, character an uncanny quality. But unlike Frankenstein, where the dead gives life to another, the creature being created using body parts of the dead, in Parasite Eve, it once again takes a step further through the theme of organ transplant. It is no longer an external thing, but it's something inserted within the living. And the similarity is rendered uncanny through the patient's cry of, quote, I'm not Frankenstein's monster, I don't want to become a monster, end quote, when thinking about the idea of receiving donor's organ, even though they're dead. And both of them present a paradox of extracting life from the dead. And there is a particular passage in Parasite Eve that is very much gothic, I think. And it is the eerie description of the sensation of being divided into two. Quote, Her body was changing profoundly. She lost all feeling in her arms and legs. Maybe they'd actually vanished. Head, torso and hips gone. A body long and narrow like a worm's she felt herself to be. Kiyomi shook and slithered ahead through the slightly sticky blackness. Kiyomi felt her body changing again. Something small divided slowly deep inside her. At the same time, she felt a gentle constriction in her very centre, and the ends of her body flowed quietly in opposite directions. End quote. This takes the idea of the separation of the mind and the body even further and is what makes it so terrifying by provoking the idea of losing control over your own body and rendering the body grotesque and alienated and alienating. This is illustrated to to some extent through the very vivid description of the surgical procedures. And actually, I, I did struggle to read through some of them. I don't know, it's just something about so so much detailed and and that ev- evokes itself a very vivid image that is just a bit too much for me. And um and what makes this rather sad and terrifying is that it emanates real life issues such as um the stigma around sexuality, um specifically homosexuality, which can be read in um through Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde, through the theme of double and degeneration, or the movie um, Naked Lunch, which used the motif of aliens to convey that grotesqueness of um, homosexuality viewed at the time, not now. Um, also, of body dysmorphia, you know, the losing control over the um, over the body. It's a clear separation psychologically um, between the body and the mind, um, you know, literal division, and eating disorders. And, and yeah, another medium that I think explores this well is comic horror, such as that of Junji Ito. And I do highly recommend you guys to check his um, comics out. And I think. Um, I've seen a really, I think the the uh, manga scene and anime scene is 
delves into this sort of grotesque body thing a lot and they've done a good job in a way at exploring it and and making it a good medium as well to convey the full grotesqueness you could say of of the body of the human body that makes it so gothic in a sense that it makes us terrified of our own body sometimes and um i think mainly what this mode of writing does is reminding us essentially how fragile we are and how we don't even know ourselves alien in our own body and to quote nietzsche quote we are unknown to ourselves we are knowers and with good reason we have never looked for ourselves so how are we ever supposed to find ourselves and in a way him saying that with great reason that we don't know ourselves is a good thing um in a way if we if we uh look at the examples given by the gothic writing i think by trying to find ourselves we might get lost even more or get even more terrified about ourselves um anyway another one is therefore the ethics of medicine this one involves more politics and the business of pharmaceuticals to the point where science becomes morbid and creates more uncertainty than certainty through this it often highlights the failure of our current state of neoliberalism the incompetent bureaucracy and the free markets and when this intersects with the health sector health sector this is where the terror comes in in an article reviewing the bbc tv series in the flesh mr mernane argues that quote, what these very different gothic medications and stories have in common is their position within the network of complex biopolitical economic psychological and biomedical issues which are located within a framework of capitalism with their narratives focusing on the infiltration of political regimes of health by damaging practices of neoliberal privatization and profiting that was a mouthful <laughs> but essentially and um is when you know capitalism essentially takes over everything um which is driven by self-motivation competition which often sort of leads to greed that often sometimes negates compassion and therefore you know instead of actually helping people it's only for the profits and this is also i think exemplified perhaps in the recent korean zombie movie of uh, train to busan in 2016 where an, a whole outbreak was caused by the greed of one man we can to some degree extend this to marxist reading as most often those in power and good in good money are those responsible um for this chaos for this incompetence this view can also be applied to frankenstein where victor is of a bourgeois class or even slightly higher and whose privilege in both terms of material and intellectual fuel his hubris 
and is what caused the tragedy of the creature and his family. Similarly, so the business-like in which the organ transplant is depicted um, in Parasite Eve renders the whole operation a sense of uncanny and almost grotesque. And I mean, we ca- we can quite literally see this happening now, as I've sort of mentioned, with the current pandemic. The failures of the government in regards to public health led to the overload in the NHS in England, and the patriotism ar- um, that arose during um, the vaccination and turning in, turning it into a competition. Anyway, um, but yeah, and actually that's one of the reasons why I wanted to do this, just because of of how eerily it resonates with what's going on a bit. I mean, not to the extent, um, you know, the um, apocalyptic scenarios, but still. Another way um, is the ethics of medicine themselves, the the ethics behind healing and rescuing is is also a sort of gothic-like topic. And this question is nicely explored in the manga, which has been adapted into an anime called Monster by Noaki Urasawa. In this story, it explores the question of what if you save someone who later becomes a serial killer, like a psychopath. This reminds me a bit of um, the story of how Hitler was spared by a soldier during World War I, and that many have wondered what that soldier felt when he realized the person he rescued out of compassion turns out to be the reason for one of the greatest terror and tragedy in the 20th century. All in all, um, this medical gothic is used to, sh- to show the failures of our leaders in ensuring the prosperity of public health and again challenges power dynamics and therefore it brings in a bit um a dimension of politics as we know it and um and i guess it's just for yeah it again it reinforces our incompetence as human beings really to lead to even know ourselves um to live in a way <laughs> it's oh, it's a bit sad at the same time actually but yeah but it's a very interesting um topic to explore and there's a whole variety and subtopics to this that i mean i don't think i've touched upon every single thing and especially like the whole literature surrounding eating disorder body dysmorphia and homosexuality which i've sort of mentioned but that's a whole other topic to be explored um, within the gothic literature Um, as in all of them um, yeah all of them can become gothic um, as long as they create terror and so yeah that was my thoughts on the idea of medical gothic and some of the things I've picked up on um, from books I've read. And I hope you guys have enjoyed it and f- found it interesting. Um, please let me know what you guys think about it. I would quite 
like to know actually what your opinions are on my views on things um i yeah would be quite nice um you guys can do so through instagram or emails and yeah again thank you very much for listening and i will see you metaphorically next time hello everyone it's me editing and and i actually when i was initially recording and researching this episode i didn't exactly finish the novel of uh, parasite eve only um halfway through and um and actually i think as you read this novel it actually becomes even more terrifying in the sense that not only or at at the beginning it feels like you know they're defining the human right down to only their mitochondria their sort of like dna but as you read further on it really sort of um plays into that idea of the body revolting against the human quote unquote because there is specifically one quote in later on that says quote namely that in the near future these parasites we call mitochondria will enslave their host so again i think but it, i think it still sort of um plays into the idea of the horror of the body the um the alienation of the body you know us being quite alien within our own sort of skin etc and yeah just wanted to add that cuz i think it's an interesting development and don't worry it's not spoiler or anything cuz i haven't exactly finished the novel either but i've picked up and I've discussed only the main ideas that i've gathered in the first um half of the novel and because also i'm drawing from other texts and ideas but yeah um just wanted to share with that with you guys really thank you very much to <laughs> to um for listening <laughs>